Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here across the nation from Atlanta, Georgia. The phone number 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, very happy to have you with me today. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, (laughs) you know, so confession. Confession is good for the soul, I suppose. Uh, I didn't have to do a lot of show prep today because you know what we're going to talk about, don't you? Leave it to good old Merrick Garland and the Justice Department. Uh, the E. Jean Carroll story about Donald Trump already moved to below the fold on, on Internet websites across America as they focus on George Santos and his indictment. He's in jail. Um, he, he will, he'll be arraigned, all that stuff, criminal charges against him. And like, we'll, we'll get to Santos, but it's very funny. Uh, talk about being stepped on James Comer and his investigation of the Bidens also getting stepped on by Santos, by Carol, by the Mayorkas press conference, all of that. We got to get into all that and the empty chair that uh, where Kamala Harris was supposed to sit. It's just very funny. There's so much stuff happening. Uh, nobody can really process the E. Jean Carroll verdict, and that is kind of the big thing here. So Jean Carroll is a woman who claimed that Donald Trump raped her, sexually assaulted her, uh, and the like in the 90s. Trump says he's never even met the woman. Her lawsuit was funded by a bunch of Democrats. Yes, Democratic partisans funded her lawsuit. And the jury found that there was no evidence Donald Trump raped her, but did uh, say that he maligned her, libeled her, uh, or sexually assaulted her or some such, but no rape. And all these Democrats are patting themselves on the back. Oh, we got him now. We got him now. We got him now. It's the beginning of the literally someone yesterday when I said this is not going to hurt Donald Trump. Someone yesterday on social media, a progressive activist, when I said this will a a New York City jury in a lawsuit funded by Democrats that found Donald Trump did not rape a woman who claimed to be raped, finding him guilty of libel and other things is not going to hurt Donald Trump. It's not. If anything, it's an in-kind contribution to Donald Trump. Someone literally used the phrase, you don't understand, this is the beginning of the end of Donald Trump. Well, it's time I dusted off the monologue or the audio. This is the news coverage compilation of Donald Trump from 2017 to the middle of 2018. This is before the Ukrainian impeachment This is really just the first year of Donald Trump's presidency. This was how the media covered him. Breaking news. A bombshell. Today is a turning point. Today was historically bad for President Trump. Today was a turning point. A turning point. We're at a turning point here. The beginning of the end for the Trump presidency. We have another bombshell. Mike Pence might have to assume the office of the presidency. Rumblings of the word impeachment. Breaking news. Another bombshell out of the White House. I believe this is the beginning of the end. I do too. It's really the beginning of the end. He may be feeling the walls closing in on him. All the walls closing in on him. The walls closing in. 
in on him. Breaking news, a new bombshell. One astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for President Donald Trump. Trump will resign. Trump is going to resign. Is this the tipping point? I know we've said it over and over. You think this is a tipping point? And over and over. This is a tipping point. And over and over. Breaking news, President Trump off the rails. This is the beginning of the end today. This is the beginning of the end. Breaking news tonight, new bombshell. This is the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The walls are closing in. The walls closing in. The walls closing in. Breaking overnight bombshells. This is a very dramatic day, and I think it might be near a tipping point. Do you think this is a tipping point? December 1st, 2017, you can mark it down. This is the day that everything changed. The beginning of the end? Beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. We begin tonight with a bombshell. Donald Trump is in a lot of trouble. Trump is in trouble. The president will resign. Another hour, another bombshell. This is a tipping point. Trump's going down. This president could be impeached. Resignation. Resignation. I don't think this president is going to serve out his term. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. He will not serve out his term. No way, no how. Breaking news. Absolute bombs. Donald Trump is not. He's done. And it's over. It's over. The wall's closing in. The wall's closing in. This is going to be the Achilles Hill. Breaking news tonight. I expect Trump to depart. This week will be the watershed week. Trump is in big trouble. Trump's in a lot of trouble. It's a sign of a terrified old man who feels the walls closing in. The walls are increasingly closing in on him. Tonight, the walls are closing in. Today changed everything. This is the beginning of the end. Today, the biggest tipping point for the Trump administration. What a historic day. The bombs. He's underwater. He feels the walls closing in. Turning point. We may be at a tipping point. It's the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Another bombshell. 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 This is a bombshell. It is. <laughs> that was 2017 to mid 2018, and now we're like, oh, it's the beginning of the end. Gene Carroll's. They. We've got that sob now. We're gonna get him. Really. You know, if you, by the way, if you want to see that video, if you text data to 33777, I'll send you, the, that's the link back to uh, my morning post. It's at the top of my morning post, the clown princes of crap, I'm calling it, because all the, these goofballs do is they come up with these crappy little attacks on Trump that don't amount to anything. I mean, Liz Cheney, for Pete's sakes, she's running an in-kind contribution against Donald Trump in New Hampshire trying to defeat Donald Trump in New Hampshire with a Liz Cheney ad, she might as well crown him king of kings. Good gracious. Uh, do these people not understand how to do politics? Alvin Bragg in New York does nothing but help Donald Trump. Gene Carroll lawsuit funded by Democrats in New York City, it helps Donald Trump. A party with the persecution complex is going to rally around their, their chief persecuted person, Donald Trump. They're going to make him the nominee. If you think that Donald Trump should be stopped, all of the people, and this is actually the key here, all of the people who think Donald Trump should be stopped are the ones doing everything possible to embolden, elevate, and move him forward for the Republican nomination, in large part because the dirty little secret is they do not want him to go away. Think of all of the fame and fortune these people have by going against Donald Trump. All of these people, I mean, they've got massive fundraising operations designed around Donald Trump. If Donald Trump goes away, they go out of business. And I think intuitively that they really do deep down believe that, that this man's a threat to democracy. We've got to get rid of him. But they can't get rid of him. They've got this sick symbiotic relationship with him where they need him to stick around. They need him in order for them to grow and get their platforms and have TV access and money and fundraising. 
if you want to really actually stop Donald Trump, it's possible. The, the research has been done. You have to go after Donald Trump on his record as president. People already know he doesn't have fantastic character. I mean, do you really think Jean Carroll saying Donald Trump sexually assaulted her, but the jury saying he didn't rape her, but maybe sexually assaulted her in the 1990s, is going to stop him when we saw him on videotape telling Billy Bush that that as a celebrity he can grab women by their you-know-what and and they're fine with it? The same people who say the Gene Carroll lawsuit is the end of Trump were the people who said that video was the end of Trump before he got elected the first time. It's not true. There actually is a lot of data of Republican voters out there on, on if you want to stop Trump, you need to do it in the Republican primary. What Democrats in their echo chamber have become convinced is that because of 2022, because of 2020, 2018, they think that Donald Trump, there's no way he can get elected. The odds are certainly against him overall, but when you have a negative economy and more people believe that Donald Trump is a better fit for office than Joe Biden, you can't take that for granted. If you really want perspective on it, consider the ABC News poll, 18% of Americans, I'm not making this up. 18% of Americans who say they want Donald Trump in jail also say they would rather him be president than Joe Biden. If you're a Democrat and you see that number, you can say the poll is screwed up, but considering it's the Washington Post ABC News pollster who you all love and cited in 2022 as proof that the momentum had headed in your direction, you should probably be saying, oh my gosh, we've got to do something. Joe Biden is in serious jeopardy. By the way, uh, Yahoo News has a poll out today. It shows that uh, Joe Biden is beating Donald Trump. However, 82 at the start of his second term and 86 at the end of it, a full 64% of people say he's too old for another term as president. That's not a compelling bit of data for Joe Biden. 64% of Americans think he's too old to be president. Less than 35% of Americans think he's in his right mind. You don't think Donald Trump can exploit those things and win when we're in the middle of a recession that did not exist when Donald Trump was president? You're out of your mind. There is a way to undermine Donald Trump, but you have to do it in a Republican primary. And a lot of the people running against him are too busy genuflecting to him to actually make the attack. You know, for example, Ron DeSantis could legitimately attack Donald Trump on the border and say, you did not build a wall in four years that you said Mexico was going to pay for. I rebuilt a bridge that washed away in a hurricane in 24 hours. DeSantis has the record Trump wishes he had. There are plenty of people who could run for president and point out that Donald Trump platformed Dr. Fauci, listened to Dr. Fauci, and demanded the nation shut down because that's what Dr. Fauci told him to do, and some of these guys refused to go along with it. Some of them were attacked by Trump for shutting down. There are those who can point out Donald Trump is the one who funded Operation Warp Speed, funded the vaccines, and did not do anything to ensure that no mandates for the vaccine were possible or uh, mandate prohibitions were possible. There are plenty of ways to go after Donald Trump for encouraging shutting down schools, encouraging shutting down the economy, 
for claiming he would build the wall and didn't, engaging rightly with China but then not following through so the Chinese didn't actually buy all the stuff China told Donald Trump they would buy, and he never followed through with penalties. There are ways to go after Donald Trump on his presidential record that actually persuade primary voters to move on to someone else. But these clown princes of crap out there in the political press, they don't really care about that because they don't actually want to elevate the Republicans. They're really in their minds, hoping Donald Trump becomes the Republican nominee so Joe Biden will beat him. If you pay attention to any of the polling out there today, you as a Democrat are committing political malpractice by going down that road because it's actually looking less and less likely that the public wants to go for Joe Biden. They'd rather go back to Donald Trump. It is entirely conceivable in a way Democrats can't wrap their minds around that Donald Trump gets reelected president of the United States and the Democrats will have only themselves to blame for it. You know they're out attacking CNN today. Donald Trump is going to do a town hall in New Hampshire tonight with Caitlin Collins. A lot of people after the verdict for the, the Carroll verdict came out here say, oh, he's got to cancel. He's got to can-. No, 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 no. He's not canceling. When has Donald Trump ever run scared before? He's not canceling. So now you've got Rolling Stone and other media outlets attacking CNN. I can't believe you would platform this man. He's the former president of the United States running for president of the United States. I can't believe they would not platform him. This is great for Trump. We'll see how he does with the crowd. The idea from members of the media that he is anathema, that he shouldn't be touched, they're just the people helping him get reelected. I mean, they don't like most Americans either. And so they're horrified by the idea that Donald Trump could get elected to begin with. And remember, these people said he couldn't get elected the first time. The Access Hollywood tape came out. They said, we got him now. He's done. And then he got elected. You're crazy if you think the Alvin Bragg case hurts him or the Gene Carroll case hurts him. The only way they hurt him is through the drip, drip, drip of ongoing litigation that cost him time and money and attorneys and commitment so he can't campaign for office. You better throw everything at him now to stop him. Otherwise, he very likely could get elected president of the United States again because Joe Biden sucks that bad. Yes, you can. If you want to be a part of the program, very glad to have you. And don't forget, you can text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. You can get the show notes. You can get the live stream, the podcast, all the social media links. Uh, Whether you text Data or Eric to 33777, you can see the video. I also just put it out on on Twitter. You can follow the link uh, of the beginning of the end montage. I have played it a number of times in the past. Uh, the, the person who put it together disappeared. I, I don't know what happened, uh, but they were some guy in Europe who put that montage together and stopped at about August of 2018, and it just continued on there. But you capture the essence of it. These people in the media have been predicting the end of Trump for so long. I just don't think the Gene Carroll verdict does it. Now, you should know he says he never met the person. It did come out of trial, pictures of him with her. Uh, their spouses and, and the like, so he can't say he had never met her before. He might not remember her, but nonetheless, uh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Now, Merrick Garland, of course, rushed out the George Santos, and it really it was, wasn't Garland per se, but it was the Justice Department. It was a federal indictment against George Santos, the uh, weird, quirky, a uh, guy from New York, I guess from Long Island, who got elected. And he has gone to jail. 
He has uh, not been found guilty. He's just being arraigned, fingerprinted, all that stuff. He'll get out on bail. Kevin McCarthy is like a four five seat majority in the House. He can't afford for the guy to go away. So it said until the guy is found guilty, he's not going to expel him from the House of Representatives. He really can't afford to. That district was redrawn by the New York Supreme Court to be reliably Republican. Santos, people don't realize this, Santos was not supposed to win. He was kind of the throwaway Republican sacrificial lamb in a district that was heavily Democrat. But then the New York Supreme Court intervened, redrew the district. It made it Republican, and Santos was the guy. He had been the sacrificial lamb before and had the name ID, so he won the Republican primary. And and Miracle of Miracles gets into Washington, D.C., and is a serial liar and and apparently quite a kook um, and got carted off to jail today. But... Justice Department announces it, steps all over the Gene Carroll stuff. There's only so much the media can do to cover everything, and they had to cover Santos. They want that guy gone, too. So uh, the Gene Carroll stuff has already moved off the headlines, and the Comer stuff might not get there for reasons I'll explain when we come back. Right now, I want to remind you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You can go to EdenPureDeals.com, and I wish I had one last night. I stayed at a very nice hotel last night, brand-new hotel in Atlanta. And I keep the Eden Pure in my travel bag, and it wasn't there. And I guess I was cleaning stuff out the other day um, from all the traveling I've done. I must have taken it out and forgot to put it back. And I wish I had it because the place reeked, reeked of uh, smoke. We'll just say smoke. Use your imagination. And the Eden Pure would have wiped it out. It, it wipes out smoke odors, litter box odors, pet odors frying, cooking odors, you name it, musty hotel odors, which is why I always travel with them, and I can't believe it wasn't there. But nonetheless, you can get three of them for less than $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC. Going for upstairs, downstairs, your basement, your RV, your travel bag like I do, it won't disappoint you. It'll wipe out those bad odors. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Hi there, Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, you are more than welcome to call in. We must talk about what uh, Congressman Comer has revealed. The House Oversight Committee has been investigating the Biden family and its business dealings. Uh, Brittany Bernstein at Nash Review captures the details, and I want to. Re- I'm going to read this so that you have this accurately. Sixteen of the companies involved were limited liability companies formed during Joe Biden's tenure as vice president. The committee said in a press conference on Wednesday. The Biden family, their business associates, and their companies received more than ten million dollars from foreign nationals and their related companies, the records show. These payments occurred both while Biden was in office as vice president and after his time in office ended. At least nine Biden family members received payments, according to committee chairman James Comer. That includes Hunter Biden, James Biden, James Biden's wife, Sarah Jones Biden, the late Beau Biden's wife, Haley Biden, Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Kathleen Buell, Hunter Biden's wife, Melissa Cohen, and, quote, three children of the president's son and the president's brother, James. Much of the money came from Chinese nationals and companies with ties 
to the Chinese Communist Party. Multiple Biden family members received money after it passed through an associate's account. Comer said of the countries that Biden family was influence peddling in, China is the most reputable. The company revealed Wednesday that records suggest the Biden family and its associates' business dealings in Romania bear clear indication of a scheme to peddle influence from 2015 to 2017. At the time, then-Vice President Biden spoke out against Romanian corruption while the Biden family received more than a million dollars from a company controlled by a Romanian national, Gabriel Popovicu. Popovicu was accused of corruption, sent the money through a Biden family associate, according to the committee. 16 of the 17 payments involved in the deal occurred while Biden was still in office. The money stops flowing after the Roma- from the Romanian national after Joe Biden leaves the vice presidency, according to Coomer. The Bidens received millions of dollars from China. With Coomer saying it is inconceivable, the president did not know about the payments. Coomer said the information revealed Wednesday is the result of subpoenas to four different banks and stressed the committee is still early in its investigation and believes there are as many as 12 banks with records relevant to the investigation. In March, the company previously revealed that Hunter Biden, James Biden, Haley Biden, and an unknown fourth Biden received $1.3 million in payments from accounts related to Biden family business associate Rob Walker in 2017, shortly after Walker received a $3 million wire from a Chinese energy company. The subpoenaed bank records show that State Energy HK Limited, a firm associated with CEFC China Energy, wired $3 million to Robinson Walker LLC on March 1, 2017, less than two months after then-Vice President Joe Biden left office. The following day, Robinson Walker LLC wired $1,065,000 to European Energy and Infrastructure Group in Abu Dhabi, a company associated with James Gilair, a business partner to Hunter Biden. The Biden family members and their companies then began receiving incremental payments over a period of three months. The recipients of the money included Haley Biden, Companies associated with Hunter Biden and James Biden and an unknown bank account identified as Biden. The unknown Biden account received $70,000 from Robinson Walker LLC between March and May of 2017, according to subpoenaed bank records. Robinson Walker LLC sent Haley Biden $25,000 on March 20th, 2017. One month earlier, she received a $10,000 transfer from Robinson Walker LLC shortly before it received the $3 million payment. Meanwhile, an account belonging to Hunter Biden received $500,000 during the time frame, with an account belonging to James Biden receiving $360,000. The memo also revealed that Walker's account sent money to Biden family members in 2015 while Biden was in office. On November 5, 2015, Robinson Walker LLC received a wire from a company that had an overseas bank account in the amount of $179,000 thousand eight hundred thirty six dollars eighty six cents the memo adds the amount appears to have been split between walker giller and the biden family hunter biden's account received fifty nine thousand dollars this is just what they found in their preliminary investigation that's a lot of money circulating that's a a whole lot of money now I, i read you that so you have the entire uh, existing uh, data 
so that you understand what the data shows and you understand what the committee allegations are. They are substantial allegations. Uh, This is a a blessing in disguise for Joe Biden is the Santos and the Carroll stuff. Uh, Comer was already set to come out with this stuff today, middle of the week. It's going to get buried by every news outlet out there other than Fox News. Uh, What I just read from you for you is from National Review. You should find it in the show notes. National Review uh, documented this uh, and uh, laid out the ties to it. Brittany Bernstein. The Wall Street Journal will cover it. Fox News will cover it. The New York Post will cover it. You know, the New York Post has been banned from events involving Hunter Biden by the White House. There is a there there. If this last name of this family was Trump, or even DeSantos, or Bush, you name it, the media would be all over this. But because the last name is Biden, the media is in CYA mode for the Biden family, trying to protect them. The Biden family used a web of shell companies from which money flowed from foreign entities into that family's pockets. This isn't really in dispute. They've got the wires. They've got the checks. Watch how much of the media ignores this. There is something else here, too, that you must consider. I don't want to argue with you guys on this one. This is a, this is a big deal, and it should be covered. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that I think that James Comer is making a mistake in not engaging with CNN and other news outlets. Yes. Are they biased? Yes. Is the New York Times going to run damage control? You're damn right the New York Times is going to run damage control. They're running a puff piece on the CIA director, Mr. Burns. It comes a few days after the Wall Street Journal revealed that Mr. Burns was uh, had deep ties to Jeffrey Epstein. It's not a coincidence that the New York Times is doing a puff piece on the CIA director only a few days after the Wall Street Journal exposed him in in, in the tangled web of of Jeffrey Epstein's life. But you got to listen there, whether you or I like it and, and we can both be annoyed by it. But there are a lot of people out there. Who are independent voters who will vote and whose votes we actually need to win elections, who aren't reading the New York Post, who aren't reading National Review, and aren't plugged into the evening shows on Fox News. They believe themselves above politics. And so they get their news from CNN. They don't get it from MSNBC. They get it from CNN. They think CNN is fair. They get it from PBS NewsHour. They get it from NPR National Public Radio. They're still more with us. They're they're mostly fiscal conservative. They're not really socially conservative, but they're fiscally conservative. They don't like Trump, but they don't like Biden. You got to engage with the CNNs of the world. Donald Trump is engaging with CNN. Donald Trump is doing a town hall on CNN. If you're James Comer, go to CNN. Are they going to ask you tough questions? Probably ask you tougher questions than you might get at Fox News. They might challenge you, but you've got the data. You've got the documents. 
Now, some of you I know are probably saying, well, CNN won't let him on. That's not actually true. In fact, I happen to know a very senior person at CNN who says they're trying to get him on. They need to go on. This needs to be exposed. This is bad stuff. And kudos to Brittany Bernstein at National Review for documenting all this stuff to make it easier for me to be able to digest for you. There are a lot of foreign companies from China, Romania, and other nations that poured money into companies tied to the Bidens. Those companies then, after they received the money, wrote checks to various companies that were controlled by the Bidens. It has been documented for years that that members of Biden's family have traded on Joe Biden's name. I mean, Joe Biden has been, if we're honest about it, Joe Biden has been a public servant for 50 years. Joe Biden has worked in the Senate and then as vice president and now as president of the United States. And his wife has been an English teacher, Dr. Joe Biden, English teacher at public colleges, uh, trade schools and the like. In other words, how did Joe Biden become very wealthy? Because Joe Biden's got a chunk of income. Joe Biden, pretty wealthy guy. Not as wealthy as some, he's no Rockefeller, but Joe Biden has done well. You don't do well on a public servant salary. You, you just don't. I know what a U.S. senator makes. It's documented. The president makes $400,000 a year. That's documented. How does Joe Biden have multi-million dollar wealth from all this outside income? He probably gets it, we know, from Hunter Biden's laptop uh, by Hunter Biden pushing money to his dad. The question is, did Joe Biden know where the money was coming from? Given his son's a crackhead, yeah, I bet he probably did know where the money was coming from. I mean, Hunter Biden's not spending his money on drugs and prostitutes. He's bringing in real dollars. Where did it come from? I mean, surely Joe Biden had some level of curiosity about this son of his who was otherwise hanging out with prostitutes and buying drugs. Where did he get the money for that stuff? It's cruel to say, perhaps, but it's true. And the truth itself is not mean. The truth is just the truth. And Hunter Biden has had a lot of problems. If you understand the background of the family, you kind of understand why the guy is so screwed up, but it's still not an excuse for that level of screw upness Between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother and the rest of the family, uh, the, these, these companies were all sending him money. What exactly were they doing? What was the business expertise? What exactly are Hunter Biden's business expertise in energy? And by the way, does it seem at all plausible that perhaps, just perhaps, when all these people point out to Joe Biden, hey, Joe, it's not a good idea for you to be pushing all this uh, EV stuff and battery-powered cars because it's only going to help China and not us. Uh, is it possible, possible that members of Biden's family whispered in his ear and said, hey, Dad, you kind of got to do this. Look at the money coming to us. You can't rule it out. You, some of you want to be dismissive of it, but you can't be dismissive of it. It's a real issue. It's a real issue. The Biden family appears to be corrupt, appears, based on the evidence provided by the House Oversight Committee. They appear to have been taking a lot of money from some nefarious regimes. Now, this is not a court of law. It is not proven beyond a reasonable doubt. But follow the money. There are disturbing questions, and I would encourage Comer to go not just to Fox News and the New York Post and conservative outlets, but to go to other media outlets as well, get the story circulating, and then, interestingly enough, 
see, like go to the New York Times and see how the Bidens try to defend themselves. See how the New York Times runs cover for them when they run the story. And you find then ways around their defenses by seeing how they defend themselves on this. And that sets you up to further the investigation. It's smart to go engage and see how they respond. Thus far, they haven't done this. I think a story like this needs to be amplified way more, and that requires going beyond typical conservative media in order to do it. Now, I want to direct you somewhere as well, and that's Vision Computers. Listen, uh, this is this is your real-world scenario. Do you have a parent who's a senior citizen or a grandparent who wants to stay in touch with the kids? And you know if you buy them a computer, it's going to be a tech support nightmare for you. Well, it's not if you go to Vision Computers. You can work with Vision, build a reasonably priced computer for your parent or grandparent with all the video capabilities to be able to see the kids, and Vision will be tech support for them. They can call Vision day or night, anytime if there's something wrong. They'll get email support, set up support with the printer, all of that stuff. And a lot of times, Vision itself can just log in remotely and fix the computer. It's genius. Now, let's say you're a small businessman and you don't have money to hire a full-time IT guy and you need computers. Vision can build out the computers for your office. Tell them what you need. Tell them what your business is. Get the computers picked out and let them service them. Be your IT department so your employee, instead of dealing with nerdy IT guy at the company, can privately call Vision Computers guys and say, hey, I've got this problem. Don't think I'm an idiot like the guy in the office would. And, and you can deal with them directly and let your employees deal with them directly and fixing the computers. It's a genius situation. It helps you out. It gives you a reliable, great computer, and it also gives you a company that actually answers the phone. In an era of switchboard operator remote control, Vision answers the phone. Let them build your computers. And by the way, if you don't have Vision, but you want their world-class tech support where they actually answer the phone and answer your questions, for a low annual fee, you can get it even if you haven't gotten your computer from Vision. But if you go to visioncomputers.com or call them, 404-COMPUTE, and ask about the Eric Erickson special, it's not even on their website. Only you guys know about it. and They'll cut you a great deal and give you great tech support. Visioncomputers.com or 404-COMPUTE. 404-COMPUTE. Call them. See how quick they answer the phone. You'll be impressed. 404-COMPUTE. Visioncomputers.com. Hi there. Welcome. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, Let's take a quick call here from Lewis. Welcome to the show, Lewis. How are you? Hey, Eric. I, I just want to ask a question. There's Every time there's an event or shooting or going on, there's always a call for the gun reform, but I never hear a call for let's get a, let's get a hold of the crime. And what I'm hearing from Ossoff and all these other uh, Democrats is we want, to, we want to control the gun. We don't want to control the crime. It's like they want to embrace the criminal and – keep you from defending yourself if somebody in atlanta knew how to use a firearm and they were well trained somebody could have probably stopped that for, for dragging everybody else in atlanta out with all of the agencies so i, I want to answer from from democrats do you want the crime or do you want the defense of crime Look, you know, look at what uh, happened in the new york subway you have uh, this young marine in his 20s with two other people, uh, are able to take Jordan Neely, put him in a chokehold. Uh, if you see the full video now, it appears that the Marine did not keep him in the chokehold, but uh, repositioned himself to be able to uh, let Jordan Neely breathe, but the guy still died nonetheless, tragically. Prosecuting the Marine sends a signal 
that you should not try to defend yourself or others. That's essentially what's going on here. The, the number of people on the left I saw said, you expect to be harassed by homeless people in the subway. You should not have to do that. It is a damning indictment on democratic cities across America that you get on public transportation and you got to stand next to someone who smells like they poop themselves, who's talking to, to invisible people, and then threatens you and maybe even assaults you. I took my daughter on the, to the Taylor Swift concert in Atlanta, and, and Marta is patting itself on the back. That's the, the Atlanta subway system, patting itself on his back, never mind the one line that everybody had to be on and, and the like. It's a horrible system. But the amount of homeless people on there who stunk, who were harassing people, who were yelling at people, uh, it, it, I didn't feel safe. My kid didn't feel safe. New York's even worse. Washington has gotten crazy about it. And it's like, well, you should expect this. You should not expect to feel unsafe in a city in which you pay taxes. You don't know why so many people are buying guns to protect themselves now. That's that. You want to solve gun violence in the country? Crack down hard on gangs and crime and crazy homeless people. And less people will feel the need to go buy a gun to protect themselves. Instead of you making the people who protect themselves and others the bad guys, crack down on the actual bad guys. But the left forgets the basics of policing their own cities because they're anti-law enforcement.